This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. Welcome back. We're here. It's week 15 of the wow. Sunday Spread. Week 15. Season's almost over. Doesn't, doesn't feel right. Folks, it doesn't no. feel right, and we never know what, when games are. Thursday night games, <laughs> well, multiple now, now Monday night games, Saturday games, Saturday games. Sean yeah. Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks, Dev text us like, so what about the Saturday games? I said, Saturday. what, what they, Saturday games? Rrr, rrr. Games are being played right now. Like, what, what are you talking about? Saturday games? Like last week when they had a Monday doubleheader, I was confused. Yeah, just for like no reason either. Just. For the vibes, I guess. I don't know. At the same time. Like, I love football. Now, but, but now they're not doing it. Like, they started doing that, and now they're not doing that. And now we've got three game, three games on Saturday? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, one game on Monday. So what was the point of doing that one exactly. random week doubleheader? Well, it, it, it allowed everybody to see my birds just get their butts kicked nationally because they were the only things on right that time. <sighs> see, I wasn't going to get into that yet. Yo, y'all all right? How y'all feeling? Mm-hmm. Not great. Not great. <laughs> I just I wasn't expecting uh, Barrett to just like yeah, jump into just, it. like really I was just, not emotionally just, prepared just, for that. I thought we were gonna wait until like Barrett can wait. We I got can't, to the I, I Monday can't. night game. There are people in my DMs. <laughs> people in my DMs. Oh, what are you saying now? The same things I've been saying, bro. I'm like people. People don't understand. I watched the film. I watched the tape. Like everybody's killing Sean Desai. How can you kill Sean Desai when he's got him in position? If they're doing what they're not supposed to do, then what, you know what do you do? I, I watch so much film; it's 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 crazy. And I'm sitting there watching, like uh, the touchdown. You know that we gave up to to, to CD Lamb. Uh-huh. It was cover three. Cover three. The safety comes down in the box to stop the run. And when you're down in the box, you got the flat area in cover three. So they they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Everybody was you know where they're supposed to be in the scheme. And also, CD Lamb runs a drag route across the field. Well, if if at that point Blankenship stayed right there where he's supposed to be in cover three, he's supposed to sit right there, sit down in that part of the field right there. He had the flats area. If he was if he just sat down in that flat area, CeeDee Lamb would have came right to him. He'd have probably picked it off. But instead, he latches on to Ferguson, the tight end, going across the field, who's not his responsibility because it's zone. It's zone. In zone, you stay in your zone. But, but he then who would have had Ferguson? Oh, because the, uh, the um, other safety, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Byard. Byard. Byard was right there to, to, to latch on to him. He was okay. right there. And the, and the linebacker dropped back. He'd have been right there to get Ferguson. I have not. If he'd have sat in that zone, he'd have sat there in the zone. And I'll I, I, be honest, 
I don't think Dak would have thrown the ball because he'd been sitting right there. He, he, he'd be almost like a robber position. He'd yeah. been sitting right there. I have yeah. not seen you this animated or frustrated this entire season. Bro. No. I don't even, I, don't, I didn't see you this way last season either. I, I don't want to make this like a whole Eagles show. We could talk about this for hours. I am more worried about the offense than the defense, especially in terms of like coordinators. Like right. I get Sean Desai. I, I, there's, you need to blame someone. I also just don't think he has like personnel he ne- necessarily needs to, to execute. Um, but offense, like you didn't score a single touchdown against the Dallas Cowboys. You have AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, Jalen hurts. Doesn't seem right. Um, so yeah, you know, I it right fans, there. We're not doing great. Dev, no. We're not. Well, do y'all dislike the Eagles? No, I, I love the Eagles. I, when, I was, when I was spitting out these type of critiques, y'all said, y'all asked me, do I like the Eagles? Am I an Eagles hater? No, I'm just breaking out. Well, because you seem to confused. enjoy when the Eagles. I'm not going to lie to you. There is one thing I, I do enjoy hmm. about this situation with Eagles fans. Because, you know, Eagles fans had beer goggles. No. Right? Like, yes. They but had, can, they, you, yes. can they, you blame us? Like, they, they were the best team in the league by far last season. Yes. But there were a ton of cracks that were shown. It was beer goggles. You went to the club. You had a bunch of drinks. Uh-huh. You, you, you had fun. You were dancing. You found a partner. You went home with that partner. You thought you went home with Beyonce. You thought you went home with Rihanna, Cardi B. But the next morning when you woke up and you rolled over, it wasn't that. Well, well, it wasn't I'll, a dime. I'll tell you this, Cardi B. It was a seven. Still a solid thing to go well, home with. Okay. Still a solid thing to go home with. But it just wasn't what you thought it was. Speaking of Car- uh, Cardi B, <laughs> she just bought a house like 15 minutes from my house. I really? just bought a house from Yeah. Yeah. South Jersey, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, why Jersey? That's random. Is she from she there? Got, she got, well, no, she's not. But yeah. she looked for a house in Jersey. Up north, she didn't get any land. But she got like twenty acres and you know, a big house. You know, like ten thousand square feet. Newly but, single, Cardi B too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bang for the buck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, but back to the Eagles. You know, hey Cardi, just, just um, just look. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just looking at even on the offensive side of the ball, Jalen Hurts. I'm watching film and I'm watching plays and. I mean, I see route combinations, you know what I'm saying? Where you got where you got a um corner route and you got a flat route, that combination. And the way they played it, he should have went to the flat route. He should have thrown to the underneath coverage. Cause, you know, they had everybody backed up. You know, they're just rushing four and dropping everybody else. But instead of him taking the seven yard pass, he throws it to 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 Brown for the thirty yard pass. Sometimes you don't have to go and get these big chunk plays. Just play within the system. So it's not actually, it's not all the time um, Johnson's play calling. It's the execution of it. Throw the ball to where it's supposed to go. Yeah. You throw it to the flat defender, it's seven yards, maybe even more than that, you know, if, if he breaks a tackle, and we get a first down. But we're going for deep plays. We're trying to get the, that those explosive plays. Just run the offense. And to broaden this thing out for everybody listening, it's wide open now. Yeah, mm-hmm. wide like, open. We thought it was a, a guaranteed lock. At least, even even though I felt like there were cracks with with the Eagles and NFC, I thought they would surely get the number one seed anyway. Now it seems wide open for the uh, number one seed. The mm-hmm. 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys, even the Detroit Lions just one game back with a cupcake schedule the rest of the way. Although, credit to me and Dev, we called the Bears. We did. And I, I won down. some money off of that game, I did too. too. So not only did it help out my Eagles, uh, 
The Bears gave, gave got me some money. I didn't bet too much money on it though because I was a little nervous yeah, about me too. it. I was the same way. I was, I was the like, same oh, way. I'm not going to risk too much, but I do think there's a chance that <laughs> yeah. Justin Fields and the Bears can beat the Lions. I did, did the same thing. Like I. I, maybe it was last week when it was like it's the bets that you're always unsure of that hit. That hit, like, yeah. Ah, I'm just gonna put five. And then the ones there. that you're like, oh, this is gonna for Guaranteed. sure hits. No, yeah, never does. Yeah, never just like does. my Christian McCaffrey anytime tutty. That also like, screwed me over. Am I allowed to say that on air? Guaranteed. Yes, yep. it is. Yes, <laughs> that's a guaranteed bucket right there. And and all, the funny thing about that, we both you had Christian McCaffrey anytime TD also as one of my touchdown parlays. His first yeah. play of the game. He runs all the way to the second yard yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. was tired, mm-hmm. so they took him out. They gave it to the backup running back. Right. <laughs> and the that. backup running back gets a touchdown. Yeah. And then another point in the game, they get to the one-yard line. Debo gets it to the one. Uh-huh. Debo already had a touchdown. So I'm thinking, okay, just give it to Christian to get some get back. No, right. they give it to Debo again for the touchdown. Yeah. So twice I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. That's a, that's a lot of money that I could have had that I'm not getting yeah. because of that. So. But, you know, bets won. But overall, you know, pretty decent week for us uh, in general last week. It's We were talking before we got on the show, backup quarterbacks. That's what's making it, what's going to make it hard this week. That's what's made it hard the last few weeks, in my yeah. opinion. We don't know which backup quarterback is going to ball. Well, yeah, like inside baseball before we started recording, Barrett was like, it feels like it's the week of the backup quarterbacks. We're like, it's the season of the backup quarterbacks. (laughs) Right, right, right. I mean, you look at it and what? There's definitely more backups in than starters. Right? It is. No question it is. To me, it it really feels like, you know, so many backup quarterbacks that, you know, how are we getting – even, you know, the Thursday night game. I mean, they're – two backup quarterbacks. Who wants to watch that? Who wants to watch that? (sighs) Yeah. Well, it, right now it's like I feel like we have no option but to watch it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Especially when it's Thursday night. Be, especially because it's big teams that can potentially make the playoffs that are putting out backup yeah. quarterbacks. And with that said, let's get into our first game with a backup quarterback. Bears five and eight. Thank you for making me and Dev some money against the <laughs> Cleveland Browns eight and five. The Bears still randomly have a shot in making the playoffs. I think they're only a game back of making the playoffs. But the Browns eight and five favoring this game by three. Joe Flacco, Joey Flacco has balled the last two weeks. Kudos to whoever put some money on him or had him in a fantasy league and picked him up because he's been balling right now like he was balling with the Baltimore Ravens. Not that high, but pretty freaking high. Do you know that uh, the Browns offense put up more than 300 yards for the first time passing for the first time ever all season with Joe Flacco? (laughs) 311 passing yards. And it, which is crazy. why I'm going with the Browns. Yeah. And I'm going with the points. Even though this you, Bears team. I don't know. You dis you disrespect right, right. the Bears. Right. I'm 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 looking at it, man. And and man, I tell you what, they have been unbelievable as far as you know how they're running this offense and how they're allowing, you know, everybody to eat in that offense, also, bro. I like them, man. I do like them, but I I'm, I just don't know if they could deal with them being in in, you know, Brown's country and playing, you know, the Browns playing at home, their defensive line, their defense period, the way they're playing. Justin Fields, you know, he's just, he's been playing at a high level considering the fact that, you know, we just left the Browns, I mean, the, uh, the Bears for dead and Fields has brought them up out of the cellar. But here's one of the problems. You talk about the Browns, the Browns are hurt. Both of their tackles are in the IR now. Yep. Right, so yep. they're starting tackles IR. They're starting defensive tackle uh, Maurice Hurts IR. So they're extremely hurt facing a Bears team that all of a sudden 
has life. Yeah. All of a sudden saying to themselves, well, we might be able to make the playoffs if we go on a little run here. And Montez Sweat has made a, a big difference huge with that Bears difference. team yes, and that difference. defense coming in. So that's going to be a tough one. What do you think, Dev? It's a really tough one to call in terms of a side here. Um, I love the Bears story. Like, you know, you guys know from the start of the season, I've wanted the Bears to succeed. I do like yeah. Justin Fields. I think he's an extremely fun player to watch. Um, and I look, the Bears won me some money last week. So I'm going to spice things up and I'm going to take the Bears covering that three point spread. Mm. Um, might even take Bears money line here if wow. you want more value mm. on that one. Just because of the injuries and also, and we can get into this more when we talk about the Giants and Saints. Um, it seems like it's a trend, right, this season because there are so many backup quarterbacks coming in where the backup quarterback comes in and, you know, wins a game that a lot of people don't expect them to. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, Joe Flacco, amazing, throws for over 300 yards and Tommy DeVito is is the guy. <laughs> Tommy two and times. And then it just happens that they're not actually that good and it was kind of a one-off or a few good a lot games. Minnesota. And then yeah, they yeah, kind of, yeah. right, jo the Josh Dobbs yeah. uh, trajectory. Yeah. So I don't, look, Joe Flacco, I'm not saying Joe Flacco is, is Tommy DeVito. Um, That's so, experience, though. It's experience, though. You know, He is yeah. experienced, but I think with the injuries and with the way that the Bears secondary is playing right now, like they held Jared Goff to 161 yards, mid-50s rating. They intercepted wow. him twice. Um, I just think that they're on a roll right now. Uh, and it's also been four games in a row where the Browns' rush attack hasn't really made a dent. That's been a strong mm -hmm. And you see, I didn't say them. anything about that either. I haven't said anything about them running the ball, so I left that yeah. alone. Yeah, I mean, they, they've yeah. lost me a few bets now yeah. a few weeks in a row because I'm, I'm sick of hitting those Kareem Hunt and uh, Jerome Ford props. Well, so I'm going to take the Bears in this one, guys. Well, would you go with Njoku? Him going with uh, anytime touchdown because yeah. he, I mean, he balled out two touchdowns this two last touchdowns. game. Yeah, yeah. ninety one uh, yards. Yep. So I mean, I'm gonna go with the over and passing um, yardage, forty and a half, and then I'm also going to hit Amari Cooper, fifty four and a half. You know what? You know, quarterback play is, is is definitely better right now as far as putting the ball in the air. Yeah, he was. Amari uh, Cooper was also Joe Flacco's most targeted last week, even though uh, Joku got the two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Yeah, I DJ Moore. Like I'm going to all DJ Moore has been balling every with everything he's done with mm -hmm. Justin Fields. When Justin Fields is healthy, I'm going with the alternative uh, receiving because I like to do the alternative with him uh, at least doing 50 plus. Mm. Um, I also like Justin Fields alternative to go run for over 50. Mm -hmm. Right. I believe he ran for 60 something last week. It was he ran for 58 last week. 58, Yeah. So I like for him to go over 50. That Browns defense is unbelievable. Strangling cat. So mm -hmm. I, I, I think. He's going to have to run. He's going to have to get out of the pocket and create some things himself. So to play some backyard football at times. Yep. And, you know, he's one of the really good ones in the NFL at playing some backyard football. Mm -hmm. So do y'all think the Bears have a chance to make the playoffs? I mean, we'll get into no. that more keep, later. If, no? Oh, I do. I think if they keep playing the way that they, they have been playing. Also, one more prop. Sorry. Cole mm -hmm. Komet has been one of my favorite props the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like his, tight ends, baby. his alternative. Yeah, his alternative. Uh, I love how excited Barrett gets over tight, tight ends. Because every time it's like a pause <laughs> moment. <laughs> He's like, I love those tight ends. Uh, Cole Komet, his alternative, like over 50 or even over 60. He had 66 yards last week. And Cleveland's defense is great. But their pass defense allowed three touchdowns to Trevor Lawrence last week. And picked him off twice. But still allowed quite a few yards and uh, touchdowns to the Jags. So... Justin Fields could get the ball in the air more than run it. Sorry. 
didn't mean to distract. No, 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 <laughs> no. Love it. I mean, again, I, I, I like that. That's a good bears. I have again, money line. I think the bears, I, I'm going to ride the bears for a couple games for the rest of this season. They have a chance again. They're only a, a, they don't have any of the tiebreakers. So I don't know how the tiebreakers would go for the rest of the season, but again, they're five and eight, only a game back of the, the seventh spot yep. in the standings right now. And in the seventh spot is six and seven and the Packers have it. Well, and they, they Packers just, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, man, but you know, at the end of the day, the bears have a legitimate shot, but I just don't trust the bears. You know what I'm saying? I get I just, it. I just don't trust. The I bears. get it. But again, when Justin Fields has been healthy for this team, He's they been I. They been I. All right, we're going to take a break and talk about the other team that the Bears are chasing, the Green Bay Packers. They take on the Buccaneers. Both teams looking for a playoff spot. We'll break that down. Listen, this is the Sunday spread. Keep it locked here. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney, presented by BetMGM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday spread week 15, mowing through it, giving you some of the best bets of the best bets. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. Let's keep rolling along. Next game, Buccaneers Packers, two teams that are six and seven, two teams fighting for a playoff spot. This Packers currently hold down the seventh spot in the playoff race. The Buccaneers on top of their division, but no one's really on top of that division. They're just <laughs> holding it for a second. Uh, both six and second, seven, like I said, it's in Lambeau. Packers favored three and a half in this game, over under 41 and a half. Green Bay minus 175, Tampa plus 145 when you're talking about the money line. Dev, how do you mm-hmm. see this game playing out? Um, even though the Packers are coming off a loss to the Giants, I I think that this is a get right game for them. I mean, they've been playing some of their best football second half of the season. Um, they beat the Chiefs. Like I I think that they can beat this Bucks team that is kind of up and down, but hasn't been great on the road, and you never know which version of a bigger Mayfield you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but especially if Aaron Jones returns to the Packers offense, even though they will be missing Christian Watson, I, I think that they will win and cover that three and a half point spread. Are, are we back on Aaron Jones? He lost me a lot of money early in the season. Well, like, like, earlier in the season, he just like didn't exist. Like he yeah, literally, they just, they just weren't yeah. using he, him. He came back from, from injury and it was just like, huh, yeah, what's going on dog. Right, right, right. So then, which is why I'm going to leave the Packers alone, you know, because of that, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, it, I think it's safe money going with bucks and Mike Evans, you know, 70 and a half receiving yards. And uh, Rashad White, you got to keep on going with him, you know, his receiving yards. They're using him more and more in, in so many mm-hmm. different ways that I think it's safe to go with his uh, his rushing yards and also his, his, his receiving yards, 19 and a half. I don't think he'll get that with one or two draw plays. They like to feature him. 
And, you know, especially the way this Packers um, defense is going, they don't hold well um, with, with running backs out of the backfield and tight mm-hmm. ends. So, I mean, I think that's a safe bet, you know, going against that defense. Would you go 79 and a half? Is that too rich for your blood, or would you go with, with White? Uh, I, 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 I would still go with White, yes. Okay. I mean, he's become there. He's come. He's become their utility guy. The offense runs through him. So seventy nine and a half. You know that that sounds like a lot, but when you're talking about that defense of uh, of the, of the Packers, that's the reason why they're losing right now. Their defense. Yeah. I mean, I like Rashad White too. I again, I I'm, I go safe. So I always do alternatives. So I'll go seventy five plus. And seven to seventy nine and a half. See, I've got burnt by one yard or two yards too many times. Where I go, always find the bet where the yardage is a little further back. Like seventy nine and a half. That's the week he's going to get seventy eight. Like so, that's why I'm like, let me go with seventy five the alt, and, oh and see if that helps me out. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like even in my NBA betting, it's been like I'm one bucket away. Yeah, right, right. That's always right. how it like, is. What, and I was furious yeah. just the other day. I'll give you the NBA example. Joel Embiid had 30 in the first half. Mm-hmm. His over-under was 40 and a half. He had 39. And I was able to get it, but I was only able to get it because they put him back in the game just to get 40. Mm-hmm. Because they took him out and it was over. I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not going to win this bet that I thought was obvious. But, but it's obvious know. they're doing that for him to win. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. But, but yeah. it's just like, how do they know? How does Vegas know? Uh, yeah. w- uh, Want to know what I had in last Sunday? Just a little mini touchdown parlay for the... Um, oh my god, I'm having a brain freeze. Chiefs and Bills game, uh-huh. and it was uh, Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown, and uh, yeah, uh, who else? Uh, Someone, oh, oh, James Cook. So man, James Cook oh, got man. the touchdown at the end of the game. We all know what happened. Oh, I was man. like, and even though it was just two touchdowns, like anytime touchdown parlays are like big odds. So right, I would have right. won. A oh, bit of money. Man. See, in the next so step- I was like Patrick Mahomes. I was like, oh, come on. This is the worst call I've ever seen. <laughs> and again, the Kansas City Chiefs are coming up in the next segment. So yeah. we'll talk about that. But man, oh, man. Yeah. The joy that you must have had. Yep. Followed but by the despair. It was kind of comforted by the fact that, like, the Chiefs lost. And I kind of love to see that always. So. <laughs> And Patrick Mahomes. That was, is not very. Patrick Mahomes was so shook about it. We're like, going to talk about that. But that's not okay. very swifty of you. It's I don't not care. Very, you, you are Swifty. So That's not very Swifty of you. <laughs> uh, let's go to the next uh, games. Texans, Titans. Titans, frisky. Well, you know, got to gotta win last week. While I te- can't believe that they won. Yeah. I can't. I cannot believe that. The, I remember sitting down, watching that game, and seeing, I think the Titans had just scored the first of their two comeback touchdowns at the end. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way they're going to be. Yeah, what is it? 27 27- no 14 at the time or something I think like so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost both Monday night, doubleheader Monday night games. I lost both Oof. of them. Stupidly, I don't too. even think I bet on the, the Giants beat Green Bay. Like, were you kidding me? I just did a parlay <laughs> of, like, simple, simple money. Green Bay wins and yeah. and um, who the, who the Titans win. Titans win. Not yeah. Titan wins. I put Green Bay and Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. That seems like a simple, <laughs> easy bet, right? Well, like, I'll win a couple dollars off of that and then. But people are losing faith in the Titans, you know, and their young quarterback, you know, they're getting towards the end, you know. And, I, you know, I, I'm not going – I mean, even though they have a rookie quarterback also playing, mm-hmm. I think I'm more I'm, – I feel more comfortable with the Texans and what they have going on more so than the Titans, mm-hmm. man. I got more confidence in going with the money line also. You know, uh, there's no way that the Texans win this game. I mean, uh, the, the Titans beat the Texans in this game. Yeah. I, I, just don't, I just don't – I think they got their game. They got their – 
your last hurrah as far as wins this year. And getting Titans uh, favored in this game, which I know that's what I'm saying. Favored in this game, by the way, over under is 38. Because the Texans are injured, potentially very injured. Because we don't. C.J. Stroud might be in concussion protocol. I thought he. I thought he. I don't think he cleared it yet. I don't believe he cleared it yet. Um. I, know, I, could, I, know I could be wrong about that, but I, I he practiced, know though. He, had, he was being looked at for a concussion. Yeah. Uh, lost you, Tank you know. Dell already for yeah. the season. Yeah. Uh, Nico Collins, his other top receiver behind Tank Dell, has a calf injury. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's those are starting to add ups, and the Titans are probably fired up coming off their win over the Dolphins. Look, I'm still probably going to take the Titans in this game. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not out of the question that the Titans could win. They're upset. Oh, so you're still gonna take the Texans in this game. Oh wait, the Titans are favorite. I was yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah, upset Titans the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm gonna take the Titans minus three. I'm still going with Just the Just because of the injuries. Yeah. And then Stroud hasn't been at practice so far. Um I still think he clears concussion protocols and plays by 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 Sunday. So how 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 good will he be again? I, I'm sorry, the Titans aren't good. I I'm just I just refuse to. So the Texans are who I'm picking in this game. And and I think they're. Let able, me write this down. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I think they. You know, they they're. It's, I feel pretty good about them potentially uh, making the playoffs. So I feel like they're still going to play well. They're still going to get it done. But it's going to be a. You know, one of those tough teams. Titans are just a feisty tough team that you sort of have to deal with throughout this game. But again, I would also pick a potential low scoring game. It's 38 points. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an under that. Yeah. Titans ain't scoring scoring like this. I know Will Evers had all that. You know. Look good and all of that, but no, no, just no, <laughs> right? Just, just no for me. It's just a no. So that's what I like. Even though you beat the Dolphins, who I think is fraudulent. So let's get to the Dolphins. Jets, Dolphins, Jets five and eight. Dolphins nine and four. Dolphins coming off a big loss last week, facing a Jets defense that has done a great job, locked people up, and a newfound Zach Wilson slinging the rock. Over 300 yards. You thought he was down for dead. I, he won every offensive player of the week. Resurrected. Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito are uh, AFC and <laughs> NFC offensive Is it, players. Is it really? Of, yes, yeah. I, I swear that. to God. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Like, if you showed someone that at the start of the season, they would have thought it was a joke. Uh, like I, an onion headline. What? <laughs> the, yeah, that's. I didn't even think they played well enough to do that. Did they yeah. just give them that because they did it? I don't know. Did they really play that well and out, out, uh, whatever. Jets, <laughs> Dolphins, Dolphins favored to eight and a half. Well, they were favored by about that much last week when they took the L. Over under 37 and a half. Barrett, I'll start with you. Could this be another upset? I, You know, I, 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 I think this will be an upset. Not because the way the Jets are playing. I like their defense and everything, but I don't know if um, the cheat is playing, man. Is he playing this game? Or yeah, I don't out? know. I don't know. I don't know if he's out yet. And that's going to be the determinative factor because that offense runs through his ability to influence the defense and how they're, uh, you know, how they play the game. <sighs> it, it, but still, we're, we're talking about He's considered day to day. We're talking about the Probably Jets. Probably a game though. time decision. Yeah. It's still the Jets. <sighs> that's what they said last week. But eight and a half is just such a big number, man. For, for, for a team that, you know, are missing their big play threat. So it's just hard for me to say, all right, I I mean, I should say, you know, I should take the Dolphins. And if they, you know, if they did have the Cheetah, I, I mean, it, it would be easy for me to go eight and a half. 
You know, I'm still gonna go eight and a half. This is still this is still the Jets, bro. This is still the Jets. <laughs> still the Jets. Do you bro. think Zach Wilson figured anything out? Or was just one good game like a lot of backups have had this? An week? anomaly. You think it's an anomaly? Yes, it's an anomaly. No credit know? for Zach. You don't you don't think Nah. Okay. I mean, I think he got that get right, you know, because you know you got you got your boy back there, you know, walking around miraculously. You know, he's healed now. Mm -hmm. You know, Aaron, Aaron is like, you know, hey, I'll be back soon. So he's like, oh man, let me let me get on my game. I gotta play now. Yeah. More so than anything, you know, he can play at any time now. And if they get close to to the playoffs and he gets an opportunity to come back and they make it to playoffs, oh, he's gonna ride that horse and be like, yeah, here the savior's back. Aaron's back. So yes. A-Rod is going to make things better for us, and they're going to go into the playoffs and try to do something. So, yes, I think he got that get right. Wilson's like, you know what, I got to play well. Let me go out there and show you I can steal ball. So I think it was like his last hurrah. Okay. Okay. Dev. But, yes, I'm going I'm going eight and a half. <laughs> and <you're> like, <laughs> with even with an eight and a yeah. half. All right, Dev, what you think? Again, they beat the Texans 30 to 6. Yeah. Um. I think I just don't see a way like the Dolphins lost for the first at home for the first time all year mm -hmm. in a game that they probably shouldn't have lost. Like it, just like a heartbreaking fashion. If you're a Dolphins fan, I think they're going to want to come out and have something to prove. Even if they don't have Tyree kill, they still have a lot of talent on that offense. Uh, and I just don't see the Jets offense being able to keep up with the Dolphins once again. Like, the Dolphins have already beat the Jets. Like, it's not, like, a, a super new mm -hmm. thing for them and their mm -hmm. coaching staff. So they're going to know how to beat Zach Wilson and the Jets, and I think they do, and I think they cover the eight and a half. You seem like you don't agree. Are you team Jets in this one? Yes. I will say this. I think people are too hard on Zach Wilson. Yes, <laughs> like are. he's like I just feel like people treat him like he's like the worst quarterback to ever play football, and he's not. Like he's not Tom Brady, but like that's because he got drafted so high. That's the the expectation yeah. was drafted so high. They expect yeah. more from him. He didn't meet expectations, right, and I also right. think like his off the field controversies and stuff are like funny for people to make fun of. <laughs> but I just feel like he's not like keep terrible, your mom and grandmoms you know? at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I, I this like this may be my upset of the week. Really, I'm teetering right now. This may be my upset of the week. I think the I think they the Dolphins look terrible without Tyreek Hill. Quite frankly, when they don't have their over the top guy, they can't win. They they it ruins the entire offense. And and consistently, Mike McDaniel's does hasn't been able to change his offense or change things so they can win in a methodical way. It's got to be Tyreek over the top. It has to be that threat. And when they didn't have that threat consistently last game, they were bad. When yeah. they faced other good teams that took away that threat, mm -hmm. they were bad. Right? Like when the Eagles took away that threat, they wasn't sitting there scoring 30 points. They were going to score 13, 14, 17 points. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, again, their uh, backup, their center is out for the season, I believe, for the, for the, for the Dolphins. So if you're saying to yourself, we're going to sit Tyreek Hill because we need him for the playoffs and he has to sit a game. And, and that's the situation that we're going into, a Jets defense that is super freaking good. I like the Jets in this game. Again, this is going to be a game-time decision for me, so I, I can't throw it out right now. It's going to be literally a minute before the game. I'm like, ah, I'll take the Jets. But to me, it has the makings of an upset, especially if Zach – like what I realized last week was maybe the Jets were quarterback away. Mm -hmm. Like before, I thought they had way more problems. Mm -hmm. But maybe they are a quarterback playing well away from – being that legit playoff team that we thought when a rod was there 
they they weren't away from anything. They were a legitimate threat. Yeah. In the AFC, they if he's back, they're a legitimate threat. Yeah. So if Zach Wilson again, he's not going to fill those shoes, but if he can play good football, mm-hmm. like good game managing, slightly above football, where Garrett Wilson gets over eighty and and and, and Bree Hall gets a certain amount, Jets. Well, you got to look at this though. I mean, I. I what 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 the cheetah does, what Tyreek Hill does, it makes you play cover two, deep mm-hmm. cover two. So if he's not there, then you can maybe play cover three, mm-hmm. bring that safety down into the box, and now Mostert is a non-factor. I'm gonna go with Mostert's rushing um, yardage for mm-hmm. sure. You know, because he's been balled. I'm gonna go with his rushing yardage for sure. I'm also going for any time touchdown with him for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, because you also have to run on that Jets. Defense. You have to. Yeah. You, you're not gonna be passing them. So that's yeah. why. I'm gonna leave all the, the you know the receiving yards alone, but I am gonna go with Mustard. Um, uh, what's his name? Aiken or Aiken? I like him. Aiken. Aiken. I never know. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you know, um, he's an explosive player away also. So that's the reason why I'm going with, with with the Dolphins because not necessarily the presence of Tyreek Hill is more so. I just don't like Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's just so up and down. You know what I mean? I'm going Jets. I'm going Jets to cover for sure. Put it that way. I might go Jets money line. Because again, if your Tyreek is out or just hobbled, like they don't have they don't have a number two go to, right? Like we talk about all the great offenses in the league. You take away something else, they got a switch up game. Right? Like they have a switch up game. We've been yelling at the Eagles, hey, all right, if the deep passing game ain't working, run the freaking ball, dog. They got Jalen Waddle, that's, though. That's your great switch up game. But again, Jalen Waddle will get off, but they don't have all right, we're gonna we're going to matriculate. It's, it's just going to be boom, 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 work it up the field, use the running game. We're going to play a different style of game if you take our one thing away. Yeah, they don't yeah. have that. So if they don't have Tyreek, I'm going to Jets to very least cover in this game. All right, we got got to take a break. Coming up next, we, we sort of got into it before, but we don't really get into it now. The Chiefs taking on the Patriots, and it's just the Patriots, even though they got a dub. It's just the Patriots. So we going to mostly be talking about the Chiefs. And their problems, and if they can fix those problems coming up next. All right, it's the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks presented by BetMGM. And we're back. Once again, week 15 of the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Barry Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney kicking it with you, giving you the best bets. Chiefs Patriots. All right, we all know who's going to win, but the Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> The Chiefs, we have to talk about in their problems. First, let's just go over what happened last week real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. The, the, the Kadarius Tony being over the line, costing them one of the greatest plays I feel like I've ever seen, regular season games I've ever seen. Like that play alone, I've never seen that. And they said it was improv. It wasn't like, like, like called that way. That's, I mean, it's just, that, just that alone, the foresight to say, all right, I'm a lateral on a play in which I'm not supposed to. Yes. It wasn't that's a call lateral. That that's probably like they probably something they just talked to as teammates. Like mm-hmm. one day if this happens, I'm gonna do this, and it just happened to be that situation. So incredible play negated. Patrick Mahomes goes bananas, berserk <laughs> on <laughs> the sidelines afterwards. Goes bananas, berserk in the press conference. To his credit, a couple days later he goes. He did My apologize. Bad. He yeah. apologized. He was like, "Listen, that was but that was too it, much. It, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry." And it's funny because. 
you're looking at somebody who's never lost for real before. No, exactly. And so you can see it like I don't I don't know what's going on right now. I'm yeah. not used to this and that's why he doesn't know how to handle the being possibly being a uh, not yeah. good team. Yeah. Staring at his face. I know someone needs to sit him down and say, "Patrick, here's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> your your team isn't as good as you're used to them being. Your offense is dysfunctional. There's something wrong with your offense, whether it's scheme or play calling or what. Your receivers are not holding on to the ball. And that's what was funny to me about the the whole thing. First of all, I just thought it was extremely disrespectful to Josh Allen and the Bills, but especially Josh Allen after the game, just like going up to shake his hand and just complete. Like, what does he want Josh Allen yeah, to do in that yeah, situation? Yeah. Like, what, what, like, Josh Allen's going to be like, you're right, man. You take, I, <laughs> I'm not going to take this win. Like, you got it. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad someone clearly talked to him and made him a pot. Like, they're like, hey, like, you, that's not a good look. Like, you need to say sorry. But also, uncharacteristic for Andy Reid to come out and say something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it did lose me money because I had a Kadarius Tony anytime <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Which I don't even know why. Like, I don't know what came over to me to be like, I think Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that is a people, weird touchdown take. Right I think there. it was one of those, like, you know, like right before a game starts, you're like, I'm just going to do something like super random that I just have a gut feeling about. You know, what like, you, what, 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 what made you even think of that? You, you know, sometimes what it is? I think I'm like, <laughs> you know what I, you know what I think it is? Because I think I do this. You tell me if I'm right. Sometimes when it, when uh when it goes from plus two hundred and you click on somebody's name and it goes to plus eight hundred, yeah, you're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> you're like that. Yeah. That made yeah. a lot of difference in money. I might as well try it. Like it exactly. just took it to a plus three hundred to twelve to one. Yeah, plus twelve hundred. Yep. Let's do it. And it almost hit. It almost hit. Uh, um, what do you think of that play call? We not the play call, the call of the referee calling what they called during it. That's a professional not being a professional. You know where you need to line up. You understand how to play this game. You look down the line, and if you're ahead of the ball, that means you're offside. Now, the ref's waiting so long to throw the flag, I'm thinking to myself, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. But still, though, he should have did what he's supposed to do. He should have. He should have. When you you know when you line up. When you line up, you, you Am I cool? You know what I'm saying? I used to do it as an offensive t- uh, tackle. I want to get as much as I can. My head has to get in front of the um the 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 center. It has to at least be where the center's buddy is. Mm. So I'd be there. My whole entire body would be in the backfield. But as long as my head is right there where that center is, I'll look at the ref and say, I'm good, right? Yeah, so you're not going to throw the flag, right? So they can see it on film that I'm doing this so I can be cool. But when you're playing against Derek Thomas, and you know how fast he is, you're trying to gain every advantage you can get. So I'm like this, and I'm way back. So you know how to play within the parameters of the game. It's his fault. Kadarius Tony said. But see, I so I kind of sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Because here's my beef. No. Here's, no. Here, here's my beef. Consistencies from refs. So I think it was Dan Orlowski's show throughout the game. Every time Kadaris uh Kadaris Tony lined up, he lined up the exact same way. Like almost oh. half a yard ahead. Right. And then they showed other games where receivers lined up the same way. So if I'm doing something the entire game and you don't call it, you are telling me it's okay to do. Right. Like you're telling me, all right, I can line up this far ahead. This is what the referees would allow. It's the same thing with the Super Bowl with the Kansas City with with the issue. If you're allowing that little tug, 
the entire game. I was right. just going to say don't the, James, call it. the James Bradbury hold yes. in the Super Bowl. Right. Don't call it at the end, at of, the the end of the game right. the biggest prime moment. Now, I know why they call it. Because in the big games and the big plays, the referees get graded. And so if that happens and you allow it during the biggest play of the game, your grade as a referee is going to go down and they're going to have a problem with that. So that's why I think they do that where you go, well, I can't let it, I can't let it happen in the big moment because my bosses are looking. Mm-hmm. But consistency, you allow me to do it the entire game. Like this reminds me, and this is off, but follow me. Remember James Wils- uh, Winston sold, s- stole those little crabs? Yep. No. You yeah. remember when James Winston was in college, he got in trouble because he took the uh, crab legs. The crab legs out? No. You remember that? Yeah. Well, that was a story. He got in trouble because he stole crab legs out of supermarket. And I said to myself, I 100% know. I went to Penn State and I know how it goes. He went to that supermarket every week. Every week, an employee he gave him free crab legs. Now you want to say I can't take crab legs? You yeah. always allow me free crab legs. I'm only doing what y'all allow me to do. I wouldn't do it if you said I couldn't do it the first time. So that's my beef. Don't allow me to line up that way 15 times during the entire game and then call it now. So that's 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 just my beef. Like, call it the same way the entire game. Let me steal my crab legs. <laughs> right? Like, let me line up this way. Bro, it's funny you say that. We had this store called the Brass Buckle at Kansas State. And guys would go in. Big name guys, the the starters, you know, some of you know, like captains, you uh-huh. know, and we go in there, and we buy something, and they throw us something for free. Mm-hmm. This walk on goes in there, tries to do the same thing, and they arrest him for oh stealing. Oh my god. They arrest him for stealing. And he sung like a bird. You let the, you let this this man do it. You let this guy do it. You he stole everything. Everything. You know what I'm saying? He 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 gave he gave names, numbers, social security numbers, everything about everything and whoever did whatever they did. So he essentially just snitched on like yeah, all the He snitched on everything. Come on, dog. You gotta be okay. better than that. But that's the point. It'd be like <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you? And sometimes, like, you a new employee? You right. new here? I'm allowed to take this. You get mad at the employee. Like, what's up? Why are right, you bugging? Right, right, right. So, right. with that said, we all on Kansas City. Let's move on to the next game because we went way over. <laughs> Giants Saints. Good game. This is going to be a good game, bro. Tom, Tommy D. Yeah. Tommy two times. Against the Saints, again, the Saints have the ability to win the NFC South. The Giants all of a sudden look great with Tommy DeVito. I think they're three and four with Tommy DeVito. Let's mm. go through this quick. Dev, you think Tommy has it again? Uh, I don't. You know, I <laughs> I love this story. Uh, his agent was hilarious. I legitimately didn't believe it. I thought that that whole thing was fake at first, but it is very much real. Um, but the Saints defense is just too good like the, I just think that they are going to give Tommy DeVito and that Giants offense uh, a really big test you look at the Saints defense they're first in rating allowed second in completion percentage allowed third in most interceptions in the mm-hmm. league um so I just don't think that that a quarterback like Tommy DeVito has the chops to really put up a lot of points against that Saints defense, even if the Saints offense is very inconsistent and hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. So I like the Saints in this one. 
Maybe it'll be a closer game, but I'm still going to take uh, Saints minus six. Okay. Barrett, yeah, I'm, I'm going Saints minus six. And just like you said, because of the defense, the way they rush the pass, you got Cameron Jordan coming off that edge, uh, Granderson coming off that edge, and Demario Davis might be one of the best linebackers in the league, and that's going to be the one-on-one um, matchup I'm going to see. Um, Davis versus, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley. That's going to be a great clash of the Titans type of matchup that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see Tommy DeVito having as great a game against a defense like that. You know, mm-hmm. the Honey Badgers is going to be, you know, in his mix. Uh, they're going to be disguising things. You know, this is still a rookie quarterback, you know what I mean? And they're going to make him look like he's a rookie. I do like props. Uh, I like Saquon Barkley over rushing props, maybe even any time touchdown because the Saints defense that, uh, yes. does allow a lot of rush yards, both to, yes. to mobile quarterbacks and running backs. But uh, is Tommy DeVito a mobile quarterback? I don't know. Not if we can really, really count that. Really, no, no. Uh, but because of that, Saquon Barkley yards and then Alvin Kamara over rush yards. He did mess up a prop for me uh, or a parlay because I took – Mm-hmm. Kamara's over receiving yards yeah. last week, and mm-hmm. he had negative eleven on the day. <laughs> so not only did Oof. it not hit, like it it went in the opposite direction of hitting. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, it's a nice little, you know, nice little. I'm gonna go with um, receiving yardage. Um, Wandale Robinson. I'm gonna go with over receiving yards with him and. Jalen Hyatt, I'm going to go over receiving yards with him. Both of those guys have stepped up these last couple of games. Do we know if Taysom Hill is expected to be back this week? I know he he missed last week with the Saints. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, if he plays, I like his rush yards. I, I got the Giants in this game. Sorry. Tommy, Tommy two times, and you're, I got you're Saquon. You're all in on Tommy. All, I, I'm in on the Giants, oh. I'm, and I'm in on their coaching ability. So I think, I, and I'm in, and I think they have the best player between the two teams and Saquon Barkley. Yes. He goes for over 75 at any time touchdown, and the Giants win in the close one. We got to fly through this one. Falcons, Panthers, I think we know who's going to win, but what props do you like in that game? Barrett, we'll start with you. Falcons uh, favoring this game by three. Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I don't like anything in that game. Um I, you, when you look at it, it's one of those games where you just 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 nod your head because I don't, the Falcons at this point they're playing at a level in which I like you know I like the fact that they can win just by out of default win their division. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust Bijan yet, but against that defense, Ooh. I'm finally gonna give him his rushing um, rushing yardage. Mm-hmm. I'm go with him, um, Tyler Algier. I can't go with him this time because I really think the Bijan's gonna take the you know take it. I like Kyle Pitts. Love my tight ends. Um, <laughs> over in his um, receiving yardage and uh, Drake London receiving yardage. Okay, what you got? Um, you know, I'm just gonna agree with Barrett on that one. <laughs> I like I like the Falcon. No, I like the Falcons winning and covering three point spread. I'm so hesitant because I feel like the Falcons props have messed up parlays for me for the last like. I countless you. weeks honestly just because it's so incon- like one week Bijan you know hits over his yep. his total and then the next week he barely does anything and same with Tyler Algier same with Desmond Ritter putting the wheels on so like I just don't trust what strategy they're going to take and it almost makes it worse when they're playing a bad team mm-hmm. just because like you don't know what strategy really they're going to take against right, the Carolina right, Panthers right, right. 
So I'm, I think I'm going to stay away from this one, but I do like the Falcons winning. Y'all are overcomplicating this. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. Desmond Ritter <laughs> from over 250 and two touchdowns. Uh, I'm going. But see, I'm how, going, why is he going to throw it if they're if they're playing the Panthers? The, the, everyone. He had 347 last week against the Bucks. I it just they're going to click in all cylinders. Okay. They're going to look good. Bijan Robinson, book it. Touchdown over 75 yards rushing, and Drake London to go for over 75 also. So I think they're going to have a good day against the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a get right freaking beat down. All right, listen, we got another segment, a couple segments go, but we have the Commanders Rams. Rams, frisky. Lost last week, but frisky. Okay. They can win the 40 and the 49ers Cardinals. All right. Listen, it's a Sunday spread. We got everything for you. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, BetQL. Be right back. Welcome back. Week 15, Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM. We're mowing along. Let's get to the next game. Commanders, Rams. Commanders, 4-9. They quit. Season's over. Um, <laughs> Rams, frisky. Lost yep. to the Baltimore Ravens last week, 37-31 in overtime spectacular game it was the, probably the game of the week the most entertaining game of the week and the rams looking looking like they got a chance all right looking like they got a chance not only to make the playoffs but maybe upset someone with the way they've been playing as of recent weeks and guys i'm back on the cooper cup bandwagon <laughs> as soon as i jump off because he's been inconsistent and losing me money yeah eight catches 115 and a touchdown and i'm kicking myself in the head for not not picking him up once again and even puka nukua had 84 yards last week so I guess I'm back. Yeah. Uh, again, Cooper has lost me a lot of money in parlays this week, uh, this season. Well, but I, I feel like he might be back. Now, now is definitely the week for him and every <laughs> single Rams receiver to be back because they're playing the worst pass defense in the league. So mm. I think uh, I would just hit the overs on all of the receivers, Matthew Stafford's over passing yards, <laughs> all of it. Tight all, ends, Tyler Higby. You know, yeah. I'm go my tight end, Tyler Higby. He's going to, you know, be amazing. With just 25 and a half, that, that's a safe bet. But I'm also going with, you know, with Washington's tight end. I'm going 32 and a half with Logan Thomas. Mm. You know, so I'm going to go with that. But I still, though, 73 and a half, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'm going with it also. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to torch me, him. It's making me nervous, quite frankly, but I'm you, going with it. Do you guys ever worry, though, when it's a team like the Commanders that have lost several games straight? Like, Sean, you mentioned it mm. as, when you introed this game. You know they, they've given up their their season is over that maybe they will rally maybe some, maybe they'll like look at the giants we thought their season was over way earlier in the season now they're they've got this new life in in tommy devito as their quarterback so like there is that possibility with this commander's team that does have talented players um it, they just can't seem to to get it together i yeah, don't know you might have something there because they just fired the defensive coordinator right like they have it seems like they're fr they've right. they've had players come out and be you know vocally frustrated with how they're performing sometimes i just worry that when a team is due for a bounce back win it could be an upset and then i'm looking at you know eric Bieniemy being the the offensive coordinator mm -hmm. possibly the head coach and them going out and winning one for the Gipper, mm -hmm. winning one for them on the offensive side of the ball. And Terry McLaurin, 50, 58 and a half, going with the over with him. Yeah, I like Curtis that. Curtis Samuel, 40, mm -hmm. 40 and a half. Simply because they want to show, all right, this is our guy. We're going to rally behind. Right. You know, be enemy, make him the coach. Nah, nah it's not, <laughs> not, enough, not enough for me. Nah. Because the Giants situation is Brian Dable is going to be there for a long time. He's yeah, a good yeah. coach. 
everybody's gone from the commanders. Now, Eric Bieniemy might have a shot at the head coaching gig. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to give him a shot. But most of the coaching staff is fired. Yeah. They're done. Right? So that's why I don't I don't feel like there's a rally because it's not like they're saying we want to get this jo- guy a job or we're still going to be here next season so we got to do this, we got to do that. Like even with the Raiders when they had their little stretch, they all loved Antonio Pierce. So it was like we want Antonio to get the job so we're going to play well for Antonio. I just don't see that in in Washington in the last few games. They, you know what I mean? They they've been trying to rally for the last few games, but mm-hmm. it's sort of a you know what I mean? It's it's sort of a dead situation. A lot of guys are going to get fired. A lot of guys are going to, are going to be gone. Well, Sam Howell can he can hose it a little bit, but I, I just I just don't know if he he can keep up the pace with uh, you know Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Those guys, you know, I mean they they're playing for something. You know, they're playing for something. Yeah, yeah. Well, if the Commanders decide to fire Eric Bieniemy, um, you know, he could come on over to the Eagles. I'll gladly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gladly take that. We you, got a job for you here. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get some creativity there. Yeah, no, so, he's not going to be like, fired. Though. B. Johnson's yeah. like, come on now. Come he's just going to be promoted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he should be promoted. But a uh, Rams, yeah, again, we all got the Rams. I think they covered the six and a half. I think that's fine. Again, I'm going Cooper Cup. Reluctantly, I'm going with <laughs> Cooper Cup to go over 73 and a half in this okay. in you, this game you better not be the kiss of death bro because i'm going with usually i am but you know it is what it is yeah. i do feel like shot like you've made me scared to ever bet cooper cup props now like because i feel like every week it's like cooper cup is the guy that messes up your parlays so now i i just honestly think i Def, stay away from it Def. i like pukas and and you know the, uh, everyone else on the on the rams offense but not cooper cups <laughs> That's all I got to say, Dev. I, I don't know what to tell you. He has been very inconsistent. In, inconsistent, all right? Yeah. So, and that Rams offense has been inconsistent also. Yeah, but again, it, it feels like over the last few games they got in their footsteps. You mm-hmm. know, Matthew Stafford's been healthy. Cooper's been healthy. Puka's been healthy. Everybody's been in the last few games and striking. So, and they're, you know, games away from a, from a potential playoff spot. So, I like the Rams to play well. And, uh, and, that seven and playoff spot is still there, man. You know, Green Bay's now occupying it six and seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they so, got their same record as six and seven. Yeah. Everybody six and seven in that yep. spot. And even seven and six before that. So it's not Minnesota, like the, the yeah. sixth spot is that far uh, right, away from right. those teams. Uh, next spot, 49ers taking on the Cardinals in Arizona. Uh, big spread, 12 and a half. The over-under is 48 in this game. 49ers, we know are going to dominate. But would y'all pick? The 12 and a half. Yes. Even though even though the four, uh, the Cardinals are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Even though they're coming off a bye, I just think that 49ers team is just too dominant. The Cardinals, even as the division game, you know, you I, I was trying to talk myself into it. I am man, damn, I cannot come here and and be on this be on this 49er bandwagon. I can't say anything nice about them. It's about making it. money right now. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. About. But then that's what I thought about. So you know what? <laughs> I can't worry about the hatred. I got to go, you know, analytics and, 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 and what the 49ers are able to do. I mean, this 12 and a half might not. They'll have they'll be up by 12 and a half like halfway through the third quarter. And then they're just going to pile it on after that. They may beat them by 20. Yeah. Just like I told y'all last week, it was 10 and a half, which is crazy because by the time the game started, when we talked about 10 and a half, it went to 14. Which right. I'm glad I didn't take. I took the 10 and a half and they got to 12. So I skated through to get there. But the 49ers have been consistently covering their spread so far this season uh, in their wins. Devin, what you think? Um, 
So I think the Niners will win. It is a very big spread, but they have been just absolutely, you know, rolling over lesser teams uh, all season. I will make the case, though, for if someone wanted to have a spicy take on this game and, and say, you know, this is a good spot for the Cardinals to upset. Um, I'm not saying Cardinals money line, but just cover that large 12 and a half point spread. They're coming off the bye. They're well mm-hmm. rested. They have Kyler Murray back. Um they beat the Dallas Cowboys earlier in the season, which is another team that seems to be rolling over teams left and right mm-hmm. this time of the year. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon, I know he's not the most beloved figurehead here in, in Philadelphia, but he led the defense that really shut down that 49ers offense in the NFC Championship game last season when yep. he was defensive coordinator for the Eagles. He knows how to figure out this this Niners offense. Could get the best of them. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, though. So I do like the Niners winning this one. And the props are kind of high, too, man. Like, you know, Christian McCaffrey, 86 and a half. I don't know if I'd touch that. I, I do. don't know. Because I think it's going to be a blowout. Anytime I think it's going to be a blowout, it's third, fourth quarter, Christian's going to eat. Well, I would eat. Christian, you know, he gonna, no, he's going to eat. He's going to go to the sidelines. That's true. That's true. How how early does he go to the right, sidelines right, would right. be the question. But again, I think the 49ers, 12 and a half, it's easy money. You know, Gannon doesn't have Fletcher Cox and, you know what I mean, and Hassan Reddick, you know what I mean? So Brock Purdy ain't going to be touched. So it's, you know, it's going to be a, a blowout game for me again. The 49ers are in that one seed right now. So that's why some people say, is this a trap game? Because they play the Baltimore Ravens next week. It's the end of the season and they're holding on to the one seed by thread. So uh, there are no trap games in their mind for the San Francisco 49ers. For the Eagles to take it back, it has to be, it has to be that next game against the Baltimore Ravens and them lose against the Baltimore Ravens right, for that right. to sort of bounce back and occur. So that's the situation that I think are is with the San Francisco 49ers. Again, I, I go Christian McCaffrey over. Brandon Ayuk has been an absolute beast. And Debo Samuels has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuels for over a hundred combined running and passing, I think, is an easy bet for this one too. Easy. They've been feeding him the rock, easy. and he's been doing whatever he wants at any point. Again, one of those players who, when the ball is in his hand, he's arguably the best player in the league when the ball is actually in his hands, right? Like, you can make that argument in order for people to have to tackle him, his shiftiness, et cetera, et cetera. So Debo's been been, been balling out over the last couple of weeks. Cowboys-Bills. This is going to be a great game. Again, this is great another game, game of the week potential. Cowboys 10-3. Yep. Bills are seven and six, but not playing like they're seven and six. They've been giving everybody fits, win or lose. Coming off of beating the Kansas City Chiefs, lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, but played a great game in losing to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bills are in playoff mode. Mm-hmm. They got to win every game to, to potentially get in. They have to win every game to potentially get in. They can't lose any. They got to keep rolling. The Bills are favored in this game, actually. Which is crazy it's to in, me. It's in Buffalo. They're favored by two. Over under is 50 and a half, so you, you can expect a lot of scoring in this game. Dev, I'll start with you. What you think? I like the Bills winning this one. I like mm-hmm. the Bills minus two. I think is that, that the Eagle love, or is that just flat out Bills? Uh, no, honestly, it's not. I, mm-hmm. um, as much as I would love, like the Cowboys played a great game that crushed the Eagles last week. That's, I mean, a, a fact, but mm-hmm. the Cowboys are. They've been on a hot streak, uh, and they played a lot of tough games. And I think that that winning streak has to come crashing down at some point. The Bills are 
on the other side of things, you know, on a roll, they're they're on a high coming off beating the Kansas City Chiefs in a really tight game. I think they have playoffs in mind. They're playing at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that that Buffalo crowd is crazy. I don't know what the weather is going to be, if that will be a factor, because we know Not in bad. Buffalo it's, that it's, can it's be. 49 and No and snow or anything. 49 and raining. Okay. Okay. Not bad. I just think the Bills know what's at stake. They know that they have to win out the rest of the way. Um, and I like the way that these teams match up. I like that, you know, Josh Allen can can put up numbers on the ground. I think he will. So I like Josh Allen rushing props. Um, James Cook does it all. You know, he he had, what, 83 yards through the air and then over rushing as well last week. Mm. Um, Dallas, even though they crushed the Eagles, they gave up six yards per carry to Jalen Hurts last week. So um, Josh Allen on the ground can be dangerous. I just I like the Bills in this spot. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills also um, with the points. Um, but in saying that, you know, I like two of the most explosive receivers in the league with C.D. Lamb and Stephon Diggs. Uh, Lamb, 87 and a half. I'll go with that. And then Stephon Diggs, 69 and a half. I mean, he'll have that by halftime. He's been struggling a little bit lately, though. He's been struggling because Not struggling, Allen. but he hasn't gotten the rock. Right. Allen has to get it to him. And mm. I think this is where they, they have to win, so they're going to go with him. Another, you know, guy that sneakily – Getting, you know, receiving yardage is uh, Gabriel Davis, 35 and a half. He's their big play guy, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with his 35 and a half. Um, Tony Pollard, 52 and a half. He's going to run all over that defense, but this is gonna, it's going to be one of those stats where he might have a lot of yards, but he won't make the end zone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I just can't go with Dallas, but I think the Bills, they're hot right now. They're really hot right mm-hmm. now. I like the – Dallas Cowboys have been putting up so many points on offense, but the Bills defense is in the top of the league in points allowed. Right. Um, but yes, Stephon Diggs has been held under 35 yards in three of his last five games. And he's going nuts right yeah. now. He is in he is in Josh Allen's ear right now. He's taped himself over and over again and gave it to Josh Allen and put it in his in his in his uh in his headphones. Throw to me. Yeah. He, he, he probably low key is like I'm. I'm He's I'm going nuts out. right now. I may, yeah, <laughs> I may want to get traded at this point. The way Stefan is dealing with the, the right. Bills again. There's five teams, six teams. Excuse me, tie for seven and six. Uh, in the AFC for two spots, right? Wow. So you got the Bills, and the Bills apparently don't have any of the tiebreakers. So it's the Bills and the Bengals and the Broncos, Texans, Colts, Steelers. Trash. The Bills. <laughs> Bills win this game. I feel like I might take them to go to the Super Bowl. Really? I think the Bills are that talented. The way they played over the last three weeks. Again, they're they're two and one over the last three weeks. They're one loss coming to obviously a very good Philadelphia Eagle team in a really close game. But Josh Allen has balled out. He hasn't had all the turnovers. The Bills defense is really good. Yeah, they are. The Bills talent wise and when they're playing at their best. Their best, in my opinion, is better than anybody else's best in the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just that they're inconsistent. And if they play the way they played over the last three weeks and continue that for the rest of the season, I think they can go to the Super Bowl. I think they'll beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll beat I think they'll beat the Baltimore Ravens. Josh Allen again is a top three quarterback in the league when now, he's playing he's at the level like, yeah. level that he needs to play at. This is like Pat Mahomes, and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you got Allen Hurts and Burrow. Like it's that like I always put Pat number one, but Josh Allen would be back in that conversation for two or three in the league. So I like the Buffalo Bills in this game. Again, I know the Dallas Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles, 
think a lot of that is on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Uh, I think the Cowboys still have things to prove to me. I think the Buffalo Bills, again, defensively, have been playing really well. I like Josh Allen anytime Tutty. He's been running the ball in. I like Stephon Diggs, again, to get over 50 in an alternative and to have a little bit of a better game. I like James Cook to go over 50 yards in this game. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game that goes over 50 and a half. Yep. Right? It could be a third, third, 34 to 28 type of game. But I like the Buffalo Bills. I like what they're doing. They are on a roll and it is at Buffalo. What about uh, either Josh Allen to throw an interception or a mm-hmm. Cowboys <laughs> defensive touchdown? Because even though I think the Bills are going to win, we know how Jerron Bland and that uh, Cowboys defense has been picking quarterbacks off. And Josh Allen yeah, loves yeah. to throw to the other team. Josh Allen to give you a gimme, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> He'll throw it up for But you. at this point, I don't even know what the odds are on a Josh Allen. Like, it's probably not great for him to throw an interception. <laughs> it's like minus. Yeah. Yeah, 200. Yeah, he consistently, again, leads the league and consistently does that. Um, So, I mean, Josh Allen, that would be a smart, smart bet to have. But again, the Buffalo Bills, they got the Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. To me, the Cowboys is probably the toughest game on their schedule for the rest of the season. I've long called Dolphins uh, kind of bit of a fraud. They'll beat the Patriots. They'll beat the Chargers. They can win out and win these four games and be, I don't know if y'all are with me, dangerous in the AFC in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're playing. They're getting better at the same time. That's why I was kind of hesitant, even with the Eagles and their odds going into this point right here and being too good. Like right now, I think the 49ers are kind of too good right now going right, into like the playoffs. Peaking, you know, too early. peaking too early. We haven't peaked yet. The, the Eagles haven't peaked yet. So just, just, just what delusional Eagles fans tell ourselves. Yes. Just put it out there. <laughs> those, put it out. those beer goggles. Okay. <laughs> Cardi B moving down the street. Beer goggles. Uh, listen, we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about that Eagles Monday night game against the Seattle Seahawks. And the Eagles need that one in a big way. And we are also talk about Ravens Jaguars. Jaguars need a W in the big way while the Ravens looking for that number one seat. Sunday spread. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks presented by BetMGM. Next game, Ravens-Jaguars. Ravens, like we said, a thriller against the Rams, was able to get it done. Lamar Jackson, he should be higher up on the MVP conversation than people are putting him, in my, in my opinion. It's sort of him all the way back, and it's Dak and Brock, and where's Lamar at? Lamar should be up there with the 10-3 Ravens. I agree. Ravens, I agree. Right? And- I, would, I would vote for Lamar over both. Dak and Brock, honestly, just because yeah. he can do more, and he does do, like in terms of multi multi threat quarterback. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. carrying his offense as yeah, exactly. To Dak yeah. and Brock ain't carrying. They're playing great, but they ain't carrying. Yeah. Lamar carries that offense. So, and they face the Jaguars, who have had a tough time against the AFC North. They're two losses in a row, both to AFC North teams. And that Bengals game is probably because uh, Trevor Lawrence went out. And the Browns game is just because that Browns defense was balling out. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Flacco is, well, thinks Trevor, he's in his prime again. I don't think Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. I like Trevor. <laughs> I, I think, like Trevor. I don't think he's 100%. Like, yeah, and he can, I think he that can be. Yeah, no. He had a high ankle sprain. I didn't think sprain. he was yeah. going to play, Me honestly. Yeah, I don't usually. think anyone did. Usually so. get a high school sprain, it takes you at least a month to, to yeah. heal. Yeah. But he again, he didn't play well, but the, the ankle, because he's not mobile like that, didn't kill him too much. He had three interceptions was the problem last week. Just turning the ball over once again against a great Cleveland Browns defense. Ravens, Jaguars, Baltimore favored in his game despite it being on the road by three over under is 42 and a half. 
Deb, we'll start with you. What do you like in this one? I I like the Jags. Um, oh. And I like the Jags. I mean, the Jags. I'm losing my mind today. <laughs> Please don't pay attention to that. I like the Ravens. Mm. I think because I was reading the Jags as mm. I said it. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens covering the spread. Mm. I think, like we just mentioned, Trevor Lawrence is not 100%. Uh, and I know that the Jags are on a two-game skid, but the Ravens are on a roll, just had a really impressive overtime win over the Rams in a really good game. Lamar Jackson and that Ravens offense are just clicking on all cylinders. Um I, I think if the Jags have one thing working in their favor, it's that their rush defense is actually playing pretty well. Uh, they're holding running backs to 3.7 a run, like so under four yards per carry. Um, but they just gave up 311 yards to Joe Flacco through the air. Uh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't look fully healthy. Baltimore's defense is going to eat the Jags' offense alive. So I like the Ravens. Okay, okay. And this is one of the few games where I, I'm not going with either tight end – Isaiah Likely. You know <laughs> oh, see, I like Isaiah Likely props. I didn't like them last week, and then I saw him hit it, and I didn't bet it last <laughs> Sunday. So right, now right, I'm right. like, I might need to do that, and then it probably won't hit. Yep, and then, you know, Evan Ingram <laughs> going against those linebackers. And it's only because the personnel they'll be lined up against. You know, both teams got really good linebackers, so, you know, they'll kind of, you know, nix those guys out. Um, I also know that – um. Starting left tackle for Jacksonville is hobbled. You know, I think he's out right now. So, um, going against that defense, I'm not going with any props. Not even Calvin Ridley or Zay Jones with um, with this this Jaguar team. But I will say this: Baltimore is playing so well right now that you know it'd be hard for me not to go with any of the props that come along with them. Mm-hmm. You know, passing. You know, even even receiving. Um, even Odell Beckham. 38 and a half. I'm going with that. Um, he had almost 100 yards last week. Right, right. It just, and everything was just like underneath, running, crossing routes underneath. He, he you know, he catching it and, and catching it in stride. Um, Zay Flowers, 55 and a half. I'm going with that also. Um, as far as rushing yards, I'm going to go with my boy Travis. I'm going to the well again. Travis ATN, 55 mm-hmm. and a half. I'm going to, Ooh, I'm going to the well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to the well. And uh, Gus Edwards, 31 and a half. I think he'll be all right also. So that's my uh, – that's what I was say. I, I can't be comfortable with much what Jaguars are doing right now. When your quarterback's not well, you tend not to be well. Yeah, again, it, it depends on how well he is. It's a tough one because the, the Ravens are going through their – you know, in Philadelphia, we talk all the time about the gauntlet because they've had one of the toughest stretches you can possibly have. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so now I compare what other people's gauntlets are. You know what I mean? And this is the Baltimore Ravens sort of starting their mini gauntlet because, again, they have – they just played the Rams. I don't know they're not a a dynamite team, but took them to overtime. Then they got the Jaguars. Then they got the Niners. Then they got the Dolphins. Then they got the Steelers. I know the Steelers haven't been playing well, but still the Steelers over 500 looking for a playoff spot. So they're facing playoff teams from here on out. And it's I'm, I'm interested to see where they last because their schedule, if you look at their schedule in the beginning of the year, wasn't tough. Mm-hmm. It, it was it just wasn't right it's a whole lot of eh, teams middle of the line teams the titans the cardinals uh the seahawks we see where they are the Bengals without joe burrow it's just like a whatever schedule you're beating competitive teams but you're not being a lot of teams that are real and now they're facing some teams that are real and the jaguars i feel like are real this game can go back and forth either way to me 
right? To me, this is a must-have for the Baltimore Ravens facing the San Francisco 49ers next week, right? You have the potential to beat the 49ers, but you can't lose both of these games. This is going to be a tough situation. You are in the number one seed, so I think I am going to pick the ball. No, I'm picking the Jaguars. Really? I just talked myself into the Jaguars. I'm picking the Jaguars. Wow. I've consistently done this all year long. Like, I don't feel like team, really good teams that are going to make the playoffs go on long losing streaks, right? Like, the 49ers losing three in a row is rare. Like, the Eagles ain't losing three in a row. Yeah. The You know what I mean? I'm not going to pick a Kansas City Chiefs. I know they've lost going back and forth. But in a row, I normally don't. I normally go against good teams losing two, three in a row. Right. I can't see the Jaguars losing three in a row. I think they're too good to lose three in a row. They're at home. I'm picking, and again, I'm picking it on a feeling. Uh (laughs) I'm going to tell y'all right now who are listening. I'm picking on a feeling, not actual facts. I think the Jaguars win this game. I think this is the, I think the Ravens are playing the best team on their schedule so far all this year. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the, the, I mean, um, who have they, who have they, they played the Browns, who they lost to, who just beat the Jags. They They played the Browns with a backup quarterback. They played the Bengals with a backup quarterback. They they beat the Lions and we're seeing that the Lions are fraudulent. They well, the beat Lions, the Texans in CJ Stroud's first game of the season. Well, do you look, look like, at the Vegas? Vegas to me, Jag- Jaguars is better than every team that we just named because all these teams' quarterbacks are their second string, third string quarterbacks, and et cetera, et cetera. Vegas is saying the same thing though. Vegas is saying the same thing. That's why the the, the Lions only three. Were you the one who had the Jags going to the Super Bowl at the start of? The, I said uh, AFC Championship game. Okay. Okay. I said, yeah, not the Super Bowl. So you're just like playing into your agenda. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, I, for, I forgot about that. But and again, if Trevor Lawrence didn't get hurt in that one game, they would still be on track for the one seed. But I just don't think a team like that's going to lose three games in a row. Like I would, I just, I just don't. I can't see it. Right? Like to me, they're not that broken. You would have to be really broken with a bunch of injuries for me to say it makes sense for you to lose three in a row. I don't think the Jaguars are broken, especially if Trevor Lawrence plays again. And again, he's had 50 dropbacks last week. So I think he's healthy enough and well enough to get it done. You saying the Ravens might look past the Jaguars, be looking at the 49ers just to prove something? I don't look, they, I don't think they look past. I just, I'm not as much of a believer in the Ravens as everybody else. Maybe okay. that's it. I think the Ravens can be had. I think the Ravens are going to go on their two game losing streak right now. Okay. So we'll see. Next game, speaking of you can't lose three in a row, <laughs> Eagles, Seahawks. Eagles at 10 and three, Seahawks at six and seven. Geno Smith, game time of decision. Uh, you know, available. We don't know what he is. It's assumption that he's going to play. Eagles coming off two tough losses. I, and I don't mean just losses, being embarrassed in a way they shouldn't have been embarrassed. Dev, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Bumps in a road for the Philadelphia Eagles. Or serious issues here in December? Um, I think a mix of both. I think it's, you know, two two losses, but really bad losses uh, and to probably two of their most important opponents. But there are a lot of factors that you have to consider. You know, the Eagles have gone through the gauntlet that you mentioned. Um, the Eagles' defense leaves a lot to be desired. The Eagles' offense is where I feel that this game is a get-right spot. Um, in order for the Eagles to win, and that's, in my opinion, why all of their games have been, you know, close throughout the, the entire season, is because the Eagles defense is letting up so many points that the offense has to score enough 
to win. Mm-hmm. So they're closer games that we and their schedule is also just like infinitely harder than it was last season. Um, but this is a get right spot, especially for the Eagles offense, for Jalen Hurts, for Brian Johnson on play calling. Uh, I I know that the Eagles track record at playing against Seattle in Seattle is not great. You know, I think they have not 17 years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they haven't since won, they won there in, in, in quite some time. But I I just think after not only losing but getting embarrassed by both the 49ers at home and then the Cowboys last week, um, this is a get right spot for the Eagles. And I think it's the first game that they win and and they win by, you know, not one point. Like they they win by at least a score. Okay. Okay. Barrett, I'm, I'm this. This is a, a get right game for the Eagles. Um, it's in so much, you know, it'll be hard for me to say. All right, this uh, this game is going to be one of those games where the Eagles totally go out and dominate. Since we having so many problems, you know, and I always say we like I'm still playing. I'm not playing, but I'm still at <laughs> Eagles. Okay. Heart, you know, no, it's, it's okay. so funny because every former Eagles eagle that i've like worked with it says we and yep. i love it because like i say we and i'm like i didn't they have a, you played like you were an eagle <laughs> yeah so you know me but um you know defensively i i think this this uh seattle team won't be able to hold up to aj brown Devonte smith so i'm going with the props 80 and a half for aj brown Devonte smith 60 and a half i'm going with that and dallas goddard i'm going 41 and a half all receiving yardage but then also rushing yardage I can't go with the Jalen Hurts 34 and a half because we just don't do enough to do it. DeAndre Swift, 57 and a half. We don't do enough running the block for that either. But in Seattle, you know, when you look at their receiving core, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigma, where'd this kid come from? I know he's a first round draft choice back from Ohio Ohio State State, back in the day. And he just got healthy. But, man, he couldn't just wait until he got healthy until after he played the Eagles. I mean, that's three guys. That's three threats we got to go against. And they're good, man. And, and, and you know, even their tight end, Noah Fan, they're good. Offensive, they can score on anybody in the league. I think the Eagles will do well on offense against them. Defensively, it's going to be a tough one. So I, I would go with the over with this game. But I still got to go with the Birds winning, you know, with, with you know even with minus four. I think this is a heartbeat game for y'all again. Mm. Yeah. On, on, on your feet, like, come on, why? Why again? Why again? Why are we doing this again? Why is this game so tight? Man. And I just talked about not picking good teams to go on losing streaks. And that's the reason why I'm going to pick the Eagles to win this game. Now, there's oh, a, are you saying you think the Eagles are good? I've always said the Eagles are good. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, they have a lot of it. Like, I, I, I Part of me factually wants to pick Seattle. But again, uh, I don't think the Eagles, they're too good of a team to lose three in a row. But the the Eagles now, well, I talked about it last week, they lost a turnover battle six out of nine times. Yeah. That's that's bad. Yeah. They've been outgained six games in a row by at least 70 yards. They've, right? had, a, they've last... had a fumble. They've had a fumble in the last seven games. They just got Five of them back, but seven games they had a seven fumble. Games with, and and third down efficiency last in the entire league. Thirty two. It's like it's a problem, and and this team is winning because they're so freaking talented. But they're not coached well right now, mm-hmm. right? They're not coached well in every level, from from head coach to offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Some of these fumbles and all these things go on the head coach and being sloppy. 
right? The defensive coordinator, offense coordinator, not switching things up properly and not using their weapons properly. Like mm-hmm. they have issues, but because they're so freaking talented exactly. and Jalen Hurts can consistently bail you some bail you out. They're playing well and getting wins and getting close wins. Meanwhile, you're going to face a Seattle team that can that can have wide receivers have big days. Right, they DK Metcalf got in a fight last week. He's pissed off, got kicked out the game. He's going to be playing with with his head on fire. So, all that said, I'm not necessarily going to pick who wins in this game, but I'm going to pick the total to be over 47 and a half. No, Scoring is going to be done in this game. I'm yeah. going to pick DK Metcalf to have 75 plus and Tyler Lockett to have 50 plus. I'm going to pick Devontae Adams to go over for 60 and a half. I think you know what I mean. Like, I think this is a scoring game high school. say Devontae Adams? I probably did. Yeah. Devontae Smith, sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, um, that <laughs> Throw him in the mix too. He wants to get out of, of uh, what is it, Vegas? No, you know what? It would be nice, but the Eagles don't even need him because you're, you're right. They do have the talent. It's just the play calling and the game planning and game management that, and co- it's coaching. It's coaching, especially for offense. And it's Jalen Hurts. Which might go back to coaching as well, where it just doesn't seem like like in the past he had fumbled the ball. You talk about turning the ball over, made mistakes like in the 49ers game. He tripped over his own feet and it wasn't a worry. It was like he'll he'll bounce back. He'll be fine. He'll go get a touchdown the next drive. And the past two games, especially, but really throughout the majority of the season, it seems like he fumbles the ball and then it just kind of affects him and, and the yeah. rest of the offense for the rest of the game. So they cannot do that in this Monday night game in Seattle. I think a lot of people feel like they're going to get it together because of what they saw last year. But if we're just going on the facts of this year, maybe this is who they are. And that's right. a problem. And def- like, again, defensively that is my biggest issue because it's what do you Jalen do? has to score 30 every game. Yeah. Like the defense is bad. Like, all right, Bradbury. All right. Um, Darius Slay, who's played decently. But then your safeties and your linebackers can't cover a damn thing. Mm-hmm. So now we're just going to put our best wide receiver in the slot. Yep. And then have every, that wide receiver team, go every crazy. Week. Best receiver in the slot, and they get absolutely yes. torched. Tyler, torched. Tyler Lockett. I'm going to bump that and up a no little bit. there's no solution. Over nope. 75. Who's going to guard Tyler Lockett in, in, a, in a or Smith? <laughs> right? Who Like, who's going to get that? It's, again, 37-34. Barn burner type of game, not something you like to see. All right, we're gonna come back with some of our best bets, talk about the overall props, MVPs, coach of the year, etc. etc. Coach of the year is really up for anybody. I have no idea who's gonna win coach of the year. That's an interesting one for me. All right, we'll be right back. Sunday spread. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. Presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Now let's get to some of our best bets and some of our future bets. The big conversation right now is the MVP. And I texted the group chat last week and I said, I, I just don't want Dak Prescott to be the lead. And <laughs> Dak Prescott that. gets the win. And now he is favored, according to BetMGM, in the MVP race at plus 150. Behind him is Brock Purdy at plus 175. Lamar. Distant third plus six hundred, Jalen Hurts plus eight hundred, Josh Allen fourteen to one, etc., etc., etc. A lot of games left to be played, a lot of swaying that can be done because so far it's different every week. It was it's Dak now, but the week before it was Brock. The week before it was Jalen Hurts, so it can still change drastically. Dev, I'll start with you. 
who you liking in this MVP race and who would you give it to as of today? As of today, uh, and who I like is the same person as Lamar Jackson. Um, I think, you know, going through his, his contract talks and, and every and the Ravens did not have a great season last season uh, to come in and, and have the season that he's had so far. And, you know, there's been the argument or, or debate of the contrarian saying like, well, Lamar can run, but that's all he's good at. You know, he, he can't really go off through the air. Mm-hmm. He's proving that he can do it all. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He can carry his team to victories. Um, I think he is most deserving of everyone on this list. And I look, I'm not saying that as an Eagles fan, that's no secret to take away from Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. I just think like they like Brock Purdy, especially is I hate, I don't want to use the word and set you off and say like <laughs> system quarterback, but he's surrounded by a very talented system. No, no, no. He's a system quarterback. Yeah. I, yeah, and we'll, and we'll discuss what playing, Cam Newton said. He's playing well, but mm-hmm. I just he's think if you are going to be named the most valuable player in the league, it needs to go to someone who you can literally just see how hard they are working. And to me, on the field and off, and to me, that's Lamar Jackson. Um, so I'll give it to him. And I, I honestly don't see that changing. I think the Ravens are going to continue and finish out the season. I know you disagree with me with your Jags take. Um I, I think that they're going to finish out the season strong and go far in the playoffs. I don't know if I'm going to take the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl, but I think Lamar Jackson's very, uh, very deserving. What do you think, B. Brooks? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. That's, that's a strong take that's about to be had. He took off the glasses. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my, my beer goggles. I'm still saying Jalen Hurts. Ooh. Because they're going to win out these next four games. They're going to win out. And when they win out, it's going to push them into either the number one or the number two seed. And they will be in a position where they can't help but put Jalen Hurts back. He had two games he lost because they were great teams. And this will push him back into the, the race as far as being the MVP. No. <laughs> Beer goggles. I say that only because he doesn't have a marquee game left. Every other player in this category has a marquee game left. And I know this isn't college football, but when it's so close, they say things like this. Like, he wins out against Arizona and the Giants, and no one's going to give him the props that he'll likely deserve. Meanwhile, the Baltimore Ravens and the 49ers play each other, so Brock plays Lamar Jackson. So if if one of those individuals look great in that game, they're going to have the heads up. Dak Prescott has to play the Miami Dolphins. He's going to lose. Dak will lose this week. Yeah, possibly, this week. possibly, but again, they had. I feel like all those people have marquee games left, and Jalen doesn't have another marquee game left. And I think because everything is so close, and Jalen is so far behind in the rankings right now, that he needs another marquee. I'm playing this team, and I look better than that quarterback game. And all those other quarterbacks uh, have the ability to do that. So I, I, I think it's going I to know, be man. tough for Jalen Hurts. To, to, to jump those individuals because he doesn't have another game to say, look, I'm MVP level. I think it's going to be tough because I'm with you. I think Dak ends up losing a game or two in the yep. final stretch because they're on their quote-unquote gauntlet. Yep. Right? And, and I already have Lamar Jackson losing. I think Brock Purdy, people don't want to give it to Brock Purdy because he has so many weapons. And, again, game system quarterbacks have won the MVP before. But it probably shouldn't be system quarterbacks, but they're used to it. So I can even see a tie situation, right? Like if, if, if truthfully, I think Christian McCaffrey should get it. 
He hasn't really done much, I feel, in recent weeks. But he, well, he killed last week, but he leads the league in total yards and touchdowns. And so if you're going to knock Brock Purdy, then to me it should be Christian McCaffrey. After that, to me, it should be Tyreek Hill. I'm going to say Tyreek Hill just because he's just so dynamic as a yeah. player. I would have Tyreek second yeah. because Tyreek is second in total yards to Christian McCaffrey. So if we're if we're saying putting everything in a vacuum, that's who I would pick. Now, the truth is, that's not how the award works. It's the, yeah, it's, no. it's the, the quarterback, quarterback having the best season. Not necessarily the best quarterback in the league, the quarterback having the best season. So, again, I, if I had to take one right now, I would go with Lamar. Mm-hmm. Because I think Dak is going to falter, and I think no one wants to give it to Brock Purdy based on all the talent he has. Mm-hmm. So that's who I would go. But you're which not, is, which is why Hurts is going to sneak up on everybody because he's going to play consistent, and that consistency is going to put him where, where he needs to be as far as you know, the little turtle. I, I hope, I hope so for him. Who votes on the MVP? Writers. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Hurts is not going to win for the same reason. Even if he does do that, <laughs> Joel Embiid. Uh, didn't win MVP until what last year? Because everyone hates Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh my! Philadelphia has to stop that. They do though. <laughs> Nobody hates. They Philadelphia. do. Everyone hates Philadelphia. Nobody ha- he, the, the problem is with Philadelphia. Every people. team has circles their Eagles game on their no, calendar because they, they only because the last two only games because you went to the Super Bowl. No one circled y'all last year or the year before that. They circle Kansas City every game too. No one hates like Philadelphia focuses on the haters. That's why. And you don't focus on the people who show you love. That's a no, lesson in that's life. Not true. That's not true. <laughs> Chris Sims says some hater <laughs> stuff. Uh, Derek, uh, David Carr says some hater stuff, and you're like, everybody hates us. There's equally as many people who show y'all love and Jalen Hurts love. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this, there that's are a not, lot of people who show I don't wanna, us love. I don't want to talk saying. about them, though. I want to talk about the yeah, people you, that hate us. It, we, you know what I mean? We all, like, yeah. we, when we on Twitter, there's, there, we get a lot of likes. But when someone hates, we focus on the hate, and that annoys us for the rest of the day. Oh, no mm. question about that. You no see question. what I'm saying? No man? question. Just come no on, question. Philly. We love you. We Look, love you. I, um, but I will say this. Cam Newton came out and was talking. First of all, I'm going to tell you all disclosure. I used to hmm. work in Charlotte, cover the locker rooms. I covered Cam Newton on and off the field. I am a Cam Newton de- cold-hearted defender. I'm not going to let people disrespect Cam Newton around me. Now, I disagreed with his take. In regards to who he believes is a system core or a game manager is what he said, and who he doesn't believe is a game manager, but saying that man is just a podcaster and isn't allowed to have have analyst work is crazy to me. You allow Chris Sim to say whatever you want, right, then as soon right. as Cam Newton says something, even if you feel like it's wrong, he's 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 not allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, I feel Chris like, like never like watches film. People treat right. Cam Newton unfairly. I feel like they always have. For they some all, reason and again, too. since I was weird. there, they always because he is a outgoing flamboyant black quarterback. Yeah. That's why he's always got that beef. But I will say this. I think he used the wrong term when saying game manager. System quarterback is what these guys are. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, there's only like three non-system quarterbacks in the entire league. Right? Like everybody needs a system to optimize who they are. Brock Purdy definitely needs that. Dak needs that. He needed the this West Coast offense is why he's playing so great. Jalen Hurts, I believe, needs that. I think every year... Or every five years, there's only like two or three quarterbacks where you go, don't matter what system you in, you're going to have a top five offense. It's like Pat Mahomes, you know what I mean? Maybe Lamar Jackson, and maybe somebody else who you can say, does it doesn't matter what system they're in. Mm-hmm. So that was just a quick quick rant that I want to go on. Well, heck, the, I, I don't, I'm goat. not bothered by you saying Brock Purdy's a system. He is a system quarterback. Look at the GOAT. Tom Brady's a system quarterback. And I think that's fair. He is a system quarterback. It's not like he did anything... 
athletically to change, you know, the outcome of games. He just ran the system so perfect, mm -hmm. it's hard to stop him. And at the very least, if you want to say he's not a system quarter, he certainly was the first 10 years of his career. Right. Right? Like, so, system. It's okay. It's okay. System's it's okay. not a bad word. It's not a bad word. We just like intangibles. System. Intangibles is not and a Kev bad And Kev just word. doing Josh Allen. You're right. Josh Allen's probably... He's thrown too many interceptions. He I is, but he can be great in whatever system you put him in. Yep. yep. Right? Oh, Again, oh, oh, for that. I thought you see what I'm saying? MVP. Like, I went not for MVP, but just as a system, he's not a system quarterback. He's probably one of the three or four guys that you can say that to. Listen, we only got three minutes left. We went long on the MVP. Any hot takes before we get into our best bets? Any, any, any Chicago Bears are making a playoff type of takes? I know that's what Kevin wants to say. I I don't think I'm gonna go there with you, Kevin. Kev, our producer, he he wants he he's dreaming about that, but nah. I don't think he's crazy for it. But again, my hot take, I'm gonna think I'm gonna still go with earlier is the Buffalo Bills are going to at least go to the AFC Championship game. They're mm -hmm. going to make the playoffs, make a run, go to at least the AFC Championship game. I might change my mind to the Super Bowl. They're not dead in the water, even though they are eleventh right now in the playoff race. Eh. Yeah. They're playing that well right now. They're playing that well. So that that is my hot take. And another thing we talked about before, uh, uh, as y'all think about that, is interesting. Who's going to get coach of the year, y'all think? It's up in the air. It was going to be D'Amico Ryans. I but like if they don't make the playoffs. Right. I like D'Amico Ryans, but I think depending on how the Texans finish out the rest of the way mm -hmm. and make the playoff, it, if they make the playoffs, then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. What you think, Barrett? Uh, I mean, this 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 year is tough, you know, because I mean, D'Amico Ryan's is, has done something with something with nothing. He's done something with nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like I would personally like D'Amico Ryan's to win, right? But I just don't know if if the if the voters yeah. will agree on that. One guy that I yeah, one guy I've been thinking about is um, uh, Stefanski. He has taken absolutely nothing on the offensive side of the board. And his team has quietly won, what, eight games at this That's, point? Okay. He's taken something out of nothing. Offensive, they have not had a starting quarterback. They've had four starting quarterbacks this year and won eight games. That's incredible. You know what? That's fair. That's unbelievable That's fair. That's that fair. he was able to do that. Uh -huh. You know, even with a great defense – Still, you convince me. You convince me. You convince me. I like that. If Demigo doesn't win it, I would go there. All right, best bets. You got one or two, or whatever. Whatever we can fit in this la in this final minute, Dev. What you got, real quick? Um, sorry. Uh, what about Matt Lafleur? I can't speak right now. If Matt he makes the playoffs, yeah. If he, if makes, he makes the playoffs, the playoffs he yeah. could. Um, if my best bets playoffs, for yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, I like. Sorry, I'm scrolling back. I like the Bears winning and covering. I think that they uh, are going to upset the Browns because they're on a roll right now. Um, I like the Dolphins covering the eight and a half point spread. And the Bills covering minus two against Cowboys. Okay. Okay. What you got, B? Um, I'm going to go on uh, Ravens covering three. I like the Colts. Covering one and a half. The Browns covering three. But then I like the Dolphins, which is a big number for covering at eight and a half. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm going with the big one. 49ers covering at 12 and a half. Look at you smartening up. 
Good job. Good job. I, I'm proud of you. That's why I made that the last I'm, one. I'm you proud of you, kid. Here. I'm proud of you. Um, Saquon, I'm, I'm going to parlay this. Saquon Barkley, 75-plus anytime Tutty. Bijan Robinson, uh, 75-plus anytime Tutty. And Christian McCaffrey, 75-plus anytime Tutty. Ooh. I'm going to pair those three individuals all to have a solid day and play well. That's 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 one that I think I can bet on. I like you wouldn't it. go in game. Rashad White, seven to nine and a half, and Rashad Mike White is uh, Barrett's running back yeah. of the week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of seven course. and a half receiving Mike Evans. All right. Well, that's a wrap for us. Okay, win a lot of money. Have a good Sunday and Saturday and Monday, whenever these games are, because they're all over <laughs> the place Tuesday right Wednesday. now. Exactly. It's going to be Tuesday and Wednesday eventually. All right. This is the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Bet GM. Bet MGM. Bet MGM. The bet can the can they be a GM? <laughs> they're so you my... wear a Mets hat and you just like forget I know, how to But add. they're my GM. They pay me. <laughs> BetQL Network. We out. This is the Sunday Spread with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell, on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.